Okay, we are in Sefer Yirmiyahu, Perik Yud Zion, Pasuk Aleph, Chatzos Yehuda, Kesuva Be'et Barzel. And the Navi, among many other topics in his Perik, is going to start with posing the question that is the most inexplicable, unanswerable, unfathomable question in our Jewish history. And that is, what is or was the fascination, the addiction, the obsession, the all-risk observance of Avodah Zarah and idols by the Jews? What was the attraction? Start from, they came out of Mitzrayim, witness to every miracle that you could not possibly ascribe as natural phenomenon, seeing the hand of God, going through the desert with a cloud of fire leading them at night, a cloud leading them at day, a water supply, a food supply that had to be supernatural. They've seen it at Mount Sinai, where the Ten Commandments we learn, one, there shall be no other God before me, and two, there shall not be made any graven images of the God. And two months later, these guys are building a golden calf. And it's been downhill ever since. They see now, certainly in Yumiyo's period, the ten tribes are exiled for their Avodah Zorah, never to be heard from again. They are at death's door with Bavel ready to invade, to destroy them and exile them at any minute. And they will still not give up this, you can only call it an addiction with Avodah Zorah. So we begin with Pasuk Aleph, Chatas Yehuda Kesuva Be'et Barzel that the sin of Avodah Zarah is, is written with a pen of steel. It is so deeply embedded. Betzifron uh, Shamir, with an iron nail. Harusha, it is implanted aluach libam in the hearts, uh, uh, the slates of their hearts. Ulekarnot mizbechoseihem. And on their mizbeachs, where they even practice Avodah Zorah, it is in them, it is so intrinsic, it is so innate to them. Um, Hilly, doesn't all of that, what you just described, suggest that to the people at the time, what is described to us as miracles and, you know, is miracles, may not appear to them to be miracles. And if you just look in the modern time at Israel, the founding of Israel in 48, and you say, well, Israel defeated all these Arab armies with no air force. That's a miracle. But are, are there Jews who would call it a miracle? No, right? You know, right. a thousand years from today, if you look back, you might say it was definitively a miracle. But at the time, the people don't, don't perceive they it. They don't perceive it. But it says, as even they call by Yaminu Bashem, they believe in Hashem of Moshe Abdo, and they saw the deliverance. Notwithstanding that, haven't they seen enough already in their history that shows the death, the destruction, the warnings, the rewards, the punishment? It's unfathomable. And yet, we're going to come to an explanation that may be so simplistic as to be profound. 
Says the Navi continuing, Kishar Benehem. Kishar, as Rashi says, like they love their children, like they long for their children. They affect, that's how they feel about Avodah Zarah. In other words, it's an intense love. It is the love analogous for a father to a child. Kishar Benehem is the Chosam. Asherehem, Allah the Asheros that they worship, the tree form of worship, Ranan al Gavos, in every leafy forest, that's where the Hagvos. What is it? Why can they not come to grips with it? Give it up. The Gemara in Sanhedrin, Samach Yemel, Amud Beis, posits an amazing answer. Let me read it to you. Amar Rav Yehuda, Amar Rav, Yodin Hayu Yisrael Ba'avodas Kochavim She'ein Ba'amamosh. Israel knew from the beginning there's no substance to idolatry. Below Abdu Avodas Kochavim Ela Lahaz Dahatir Lohem Arroyos Bifarhesya. The only reason they engaged in idolatry is to permit themselves an overt kind of immorality to partake in the libidinous, licentious, meretricious, lecherous sexual excesses of the neighboring countries or the neighboring states. And so what they did, they know under Jewish law, they cannot do this. But what they could do is without leaving the rubric of Yadus of Judaism, they could join another group that did permit this, that did encourage it, that it even was at the central, central focus of their religion. And yes, they could join it like a three-day furlough, and they would participate in whatever they wanted and be back in shul Shabbos morning. They had no desire to supplant the system of Judaism. They had no idea to replace God with you know these idols that permitted Gilu Arroyos. It started as just a license, a permit, to engage in something their religion would not allow them to engage in, and then, of course, not give up a thing. They're back. But now you've got to deal with our puzzle that we just learned that it was like their children. They grew to love it as their children, and the Gemara deals with it. Mesid Rab Marshesha, Bizkar Beinehem Mizbachosam. The altars are like the remembrance that their own sons enlighten them. For Omar Rabbi Lazar, how do you explain this? But Adam Sheyeshlo Gaguim Albano, like he longs for his son. And the Gemara says, Besar da Avikube. This was after they become attached to it. What starts out as a permit becomes as an internal uh, obsession. And Rashi said that originally they had no desire for this, but once they did it, once they engaged in it, they grew to love their idols. It became part of their religion. And if you think about it, it doesn't make sense, the whole thing, because these people are a super-educated nation. They've seen it all. They've seen the miracles, and yet they take these 
pieces of wood. They take these pieces of rock. They view an idol and believe that this idol that they just crafted a minute ago has the power to be their God and to deliver them. It makes absolutely no sense. We still cannot give a definitive answer today. But yet we know it's their downfall. There's no avoiding it. I will cast out in the field all your treasures, your money, lavaz for booty, and I will scatter your bumos of sin, not your altars in the base of mixes, but the altars that you join this horrible avodah Zorah throughout all your territories. And I will abandon you from your land that I gave you and I will enslave you to your enemies to a nation you don't know because you have ignited a fury a flame in my nostrils that will not eternally be extinguished and Vishamatata could also mean the Mephorshim say Shemitah. You have neglected Shemitah, which is the basis of the faith in the land. And certainly in the 70 years that they are in Bavel, Shemitah is abandoned. So it's a play on words of both Shemitah and leaving devastated. Now we switch to a completely different topic. The end of the B'nai Yisrael's Faith in individuals, individuals with no backing from the Kaddish Baruch Kalamar Hashem, Orur Hagever Adam, cursed be he who puts his faith in man, and the strength of his arm, and turns away from the Kaddish Baruch The Mephoshim here say that they're talking about the craven, cowardly approaches to Egypt and to Assyria to come to their aid, to forge a mutual defense pact and turn away from God. The answer is obvious. This has to be through the Amun and Bitochon, but they're putting their faith in man. Egypt's gonna save them. Assyria's gonna save them. It is absurd. They are gonna be like an isolated plant in the desert. They're not going to see what's happening to them when good happens. They will dwell desolate as a single isolated plant in the desert. Earth that is not fertile, they cannot grow anything. They are going to be a simple isolated unit of vegetative growth. Baruch at one point we should make this does not include that if a person you do trust is a man of the Kaddish Baruch Hu. He could be a Navi, he could be a Gadol, a Chazal, the Sanhedrin. Yes, if you obey him, you follow him, but you have your Emunah in the Kaddish Baruch Hu, that is okay. You're not going to be punished for that. But here, you trust the man and you abandon God. Baruch HaGever Asher Yivtach Hashem, blessed be you who has his faith in the Kodesh Baruch Hu, Hashem Yivtacho, and Hashem is his strength. 
This Sadiq who has that total faith in the Muna, in the Kaddish Baruch will be like a tree planted on water. Its own system of growth. Needs not worry about where its roots are cast. And need not fear when the weather <coughs> turns brutal and violent and heat. Because he is assured of growth, of prosperity. It will be like a leafy forest. And in years of famine, and remember we're dealing here with a terrible uh, lack of water and food, he doesn't have to worry. The He doesn't have to worry that the fruits, the vegetative growth will continue, the prosperity, all because of a perfect, singular emuna and bitachon. However, says the Navi, the heart, the heart where one really contains his inner thoughts, is a difficult concept to understand. Man has things in his heart that no one can know. Who can know what is in the heart of man? But I, the Kaddish Baruch can penetrate the heart, penetrate the wind's intestines, and give the man just what he deserves on the path he's going, according to the sins he's created. The Kaddish Baruch Hu knows everything that is in your heart. Don't hide behind the secrecy in terms of your inner being. Kare Zogar, an interesting metaphor, a partridge can call pigeons, not of its species, below your lot. They cannot give birth. It's a totally different species. And this is analogized to one who accumulates great wealth without any ethics. In the end, it's so temporal. It's going to leave him as well. And afterwards, he's going to be thought as a manovo. He's going to be thought as a villainous scoundrel. He's fooled no one with his deceit. Respect the true glory of the throne of Yerushalayim, the place of our base Hamikdash. And that also adds to the dilemma. These people, aside from their learning, were living at a time in Yerushalayim. They had a Bezdin. They had a Sanhedrin. They had Kohanim. They had Nevi'im. They had the Beis Hamikdash. And nothing seems to penetrate. Makom Yisrael Hashem Kolos Vecha Yevoshi Yivisaru Ba'aretz Yikasu Ki Azvu Makar Mayim Chayim Es Hashem They will be punished because they have left the truth, the emunah, the wellsprings of the Kaddish Baruch now the Navi again brings up that topic of his own sorrowness, his own affliction, his own sense that everyone is against him. Rafa'enu Hashem cure me, heal me, the Kaddish Hoshienu save me and I will be saved. That's part of our Shmona Esrei. 
You are the beginning of my existence. I don't challenge you. Where is all these things you're predicting? Yermiel is revealing a very real conflict, almost a catch-22. If I make prophecies to do tshuva, and they do tshuva, we've spared them from punishment. And so now, rather than realize it, they're emboldened. Nothing is going to happen. Any threat we can handle. He's a false prophet, Yermiel. On the other hand, the disaster which will inevitably strike, they are now bitter. How could this happen? Why weren't we totally warned? So that he is caught in between. And of course, he doesn't want them to be destroyed. He wants them to do tshuva. And yet at the same time, it brings down terrible persecution and accusations against him. Vani lo etzati me I didn't want to be one of the shepherds. I didn't want to do this. Nonetheless, before he goes too far, my lips are facing eager to hear your message. It's interesting, the Rambam says that one of the prime requisites of a Navi is that he is misnabe besimcha. He gives his prophecies with joy, with simcha. And Yermio obviously lacks a certain simple. He seems almost a depressive, and rightly so in the sense that he is persecuted. We're going to see in later Prakim, he is beaten, prisoned, uh, tortured, and yet he remains faithful to the cause. Don't leave me abandoned in days of evil. Yevoshu wrote five Alevosha Oni. Let my pursuers be humiliated, not me. Yachtav Hamov Alechtoni. Let them be rejected, not me. Havi Alehem Yomra U Mishnah Shibaron Shavram. Bring upon them, he is calling on the Kaddish world to bring upon them evil, a double, Shibron Shavram. And they do. That's why Nebuchadnezzar comes twice. And, and exiles them in factions. And therefore, this is, as a matter of fact, a very good place to end. It's doomsday, it's tragic, and yet, 8.45 a.m., there is a message of hope, tshuva, and return to the Kaddish Baruch.